First, a welcome back to our students, a welcome for the first time for the new students at LSU and, and their families who are joining with us for Mass. We, it's just a gift to have you come and celebrate Mass here with us at, at Christ the King. And normally, uh, I will just pray and ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit before I preach, and so let's do that. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. Make our minds, our hearts, our souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. We've probably heard these words from Jesus before, but when we hear them, maybe they, they strike us as like, ah, like, did the Lord really say that? Isn't he the Prince of Peace? Doesn't he speak about what we say every time at Mass, like, my peace I give to you? So what is Jesus saying? I think it's a little bit of a shock. Maybe not the last, last part of it about mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. Maybe that one's not quite as shocking. But, you know, it's a little bit of a shock to our system in some extent that Jesus says, I came not rather for peace, but for division. So I just want to move into this and see, like, what, what is the Lord saying here? Fundamentally, it is this. That Jesus is saying that our relationship with him and a decision to follow Christ is the most important reality of our life. Our decision to believe in Jesus, to follow him, and to give our life over to him is the most important decision and relationship in our life. In the Jewish culture, I mean, we're in South Louisiana, and maybe you're not from South Louisiana, but welcome to South Louisiana if, if you aren't. A family is a big deal here, and family bonds are huge. And if we can think of that in our own family, it was even more so for the Jewish people. Even more so. Family was more sacred for them even than it is for us. So Jesus, what he's saying is a level of shock, but also just clarity and a sober awareness of like, but he is the Lord. That anything else in our life, including our relationships with those closest to us, with our own family, our own parents, our children, our siblings, anything put before the Lord himself becomes an idol. Becomes an idol before our God. And so he's, he's saying this, right? And Jesus doesn't desire division. He prayed for unity at the Last Supper, this, this deep communion with the Holy Trinity, this deep communion among us. He's, he's praying for unity. The Lord prays that all might be saved and know the eternal communion with the Holy Trinity in heaven. But this division 
is just a result of the reality of the world in which we live and making a decision for Christ. We live in a fallen world affected by sin, the, the reality of original sin that we have and, and all of the, our own personal sin and our inclination towards sin and everything that is there, the temptations of the enemy, the devil is real. And so it's easy, right? The allurements of the world and living according to the world is easy and we're in it all the time. So to make a decision for Jesus will cause division at times in certain relationships of friends or family. Again, it's not something Jesus, the division is not what he desires, but the commitment to him is. But because of the imperfect world that we live in, then that decision to say yes to the Lord, again, will cause division. I think of my own self, again, especially as we're here, the beginning of the school year, new folks coming on campus. My freshman year at LSU, you know, I was generally coming to Mass, but definitely living your kind of typical college lifestyle for whatever that may be. This uh, not, not really great, <laughs> just to be honest. Um, and in the beginning of my sophomore year, from an experience of like, gosh, I have all the things that I think I want. But there's this deep emptiness and ache in my heart. What is this? This is confusing to me. I have all the things that I think I want, but there's this deep emptiness and confusion. And then the Lord just like, hey, I allowed you to feel that, to open your eyes to the fact that I am the only one who can satisfy the longing of your heart. And this moment of conversion just started this journey of conversion. Okay, Jesus, I have realized that all these other things, all of the pleasure, all of the relationships, all of this and that, all these things I put before you cannot satisfy my heart. Only you can. And experienced a love and a peace that I never knew before. And so in this, then things started to change in my life, right? Like I wasn't going out and, and getting drunk anymore and I'm hanging out, folks, and I'm reading scriptures and all this and still lots of things were the same, going to the football games, playing with my friends and all that fun stuff. But, but there were certain of my friends like, hey, we used to go party like this. You're not doing that anymore. I'm like, yes, I don't want to. <laughs> I know what the fruit of that is. And so it became some tension and some division. Even one of my buddies, because his girlfriend started to come to a Bible study I was in, he's like, hey man, this is not exciting. This is not good. He didn't exactly say it like that. Um, <laughs> but like, it was some serious tension there. And I said, okay, Lord, I don't like this. And I had a decision. Am I going to just give in? Even within my family, some. Am I going to just give in to what my friends or some of my family members want me to do? Or am I going to press in to following you even with the difficulty that's present? And the truth is, is that I couldn't, I couldn't, after experiencing the peace and the joy that only the Lord can give, just the beginning taste of that, I said, Lord, I have to choose you. And the Lord put good friends in my life to help me journey with him. That was hard continues to be hard in my life, however it manifests itself. But brothers and sisters, we are made for the Lord and Him and Him alone. So as whatever state we are, whether you're a freshman coming into college for the first time, whether we're an adult, whatever our life is, Jesus is asking us again today, 
Am I king? Am I the Lord of your entire life? Are there places of your life that you are afraid to let go and to say yes to me because it may cause some tension or division in your life? Again, Jesus doesn't desire this, but he desires our commitment to him. And so he's asking us this question, and what he offers us, right, is his very self. Like, this is my body given up for you. I have offered my life for you. Just say yes to what I want to give. And so what do we do as we make this yes? Again, as we make this yes, what do we do? One, the hurt and pain in our hearts that that division can bring, that that tension can bring, bring it to Jesus. It pains his heart too. It pains his heart. Lord, like this is hard that my parents or my friends or my siblings or my girlfriend, my boyfriend, like this is hard. He's like, I know. I know. And I love you. And I'm with you. Let's keep walking. What do we do, again, for the others? What Jesus tells us, right, even, and I'm going to use these quotation marks, where we pray for our enemies, and not that our family or friends become our enemies in any way, or even someone who we may think is our enemy, right? Jesus says, love them, because a person is never the enemy. Sin, the devil, that is the enemy. A person is never our enemy. We need to pray for them and to love them and forgive them and ask for God's mercy upon them. And try to build bridges where they were. In the sense with my old friends, I'm like, hey guys, I'm not going to come do this with you, but let's go to the football games together. Let's go play basketball together. Let's go fishing together. Let's do these things that we can still do as friends, but go and get trashed. Yeah, I'm not in anymore. I'm just not in there. How can we build these relationships and continue to love, but also set those appropriate boundaries? Find a community of people who are pursuing Jesus. In a moment here, particularly for our students, you have the sign-up cards already on your chair. We're going to give you an opportunity to sign up to be a part of the Christ the King community in some way. We're not a perfect community. You're not going to find perfect people here. What you're going to find is people who want to grow in relationship with Jesus, who want to know him and love him more, and going to support each other along the journey. And the fourth thing, then evangelize, right? Tell people about the effect and the impact that knowing Christ and giving your life to him has had on you so that they too can have a door and an invitation to experience the same thing that we have by knowing him. Jesus says something today that maybe that's challenging, that as he comes, right, that we say yes to him, that there will mean that there will be tension and division in our life. He doesn't desire that in and of itself, but he desires our complete and total commitment and trust and communion and following of him. Let us today in mass and every day of our life expose our hearts to Jesus and make a confident yes to follow the one who has died for us and who desires our greatest good in this life, in eternal life, and the life to come. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.